Industries for the Blind presents Blind Living Radio, where you'll hear interesting topics, fun stories, and important news about our blind and visually impaired community. It's time now for Blind Living Radio. Hello, everybody. You're listening to Blind Living Radio. I'm Danielle Crapo, and joining me in the studio today are two of my favorite people ever. I have Harley Thomas, my co-host, and Kelsey Baldwin, our other co-host. Hello, guys. Hey there. Hello. Hello, Kelsey. Hi. Welcome back to the studio. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We we are going to have some fun today. It's always fun when it's the three of us, right? That's right. We're going to talk about family. We're kind of like family. We are. Mm-hmm. Special relationships. We get along most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> and then don't forget we have Vala. Doubt. Vala the guide dog, however, does not talk back very often. No. She does not. So we have a big thing coming up next week. We do. This little thing. Yes. Little. Some of you may have heard of it. Pilgrims. Turkey. Corn. Pumpkin pie. Corn. <laughs> Ex-girlfriend corn. casserole, is it? Ex-girlfriend corn casserole. <laughs> That's another story for another it's time. It's coming up. That's right. <laughs> it's that it time of year. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And what else comes with Thanksgiving? Other than food and football? And family? Traveling. Travel. Oh, boy. Are you guys going anywhere this year? No. I My family all lives near me, so it's a short drive, which is nice. I <laughs> dread travel. My wife's whole family comes to visit. Ooh, that sounds We have a household of fun. 24, 26, depending. Might be 27 now. Wow. Do you all of a sudden find a bunch of jobs to do in the garage during that time? Do you try to get out of the house? I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> you get really busy over that time? I've never met one of my brother-in-laws, obviously. Oh, clearly not. Why he hangs out in the garage? So there's like... plenty to do. Yes. Well, Plenty to do when you host that many people. What about you, Danielle? I'm actually going home to Houston to see my dad, my brother, and my niece and nephews. Planes, trains, and automobiles? Yes, just plane. Hopefully just one plane. <laughs> Hopefully, Hopefully one plane. Hopefully one plane because there's a lot of, well, you know, traveling is already stressful. And then traveling um, on a holiday is three times as stressful. And then traveling when you're blind, when two, both of you are blind with Two guide dogs can be a little, little hairy. So, how do you navigate the airport? Do you, do you wait for Vala just to tell you, oh, we're at gate B12? Oh, if only she could. Wouldn't that be nice? It would. So, no, we kind of plan. Everything has to do with a plan. But it, it can be kind of difficult, you know, like getting there and getting in. Once, so once we get dropped off at the airport by, you know, a cab or a ride or whatever we do, then there's the difficulty of, you know, getting into the line to check in to then get to your gate. But we get gate assistance from um, Skycaps. Once you check your bag or right from the curb, do you get gate assistance? Um, it depends. If they have a surplus of people to help, then we get curb assistance. But It's Thanksgiving. Yeah, so pretty much we're on our own. No, just kidding. <laughs> you're, on, you're on your own until you get to the ticket counter. Right. But, and then, you know, like we have traveled in the past on trains and buses, and those areas can be a little bit more difficult to navigate, especially with buses, because it's a very self-serve. You can get your ticket through an electronic kiosk or online, or you can even scan your phone nowadays, so there's less and less people there to help. It's kind of like shopping. Yeah. Sometimes when I go to stores, there are fewer and fewer people, except around Thanksgiving. There are a million people in the stores shopping. Yes. Not, not more workers, but a million people shopping. That, you know, we've gotten assistance assistance from fellow travelers 
a lot of time when we've traveled. And same thing when we're shopping, too. Can I help you? Well, yes. Where's the jeans? (laughs) (laughs) So do you have people that are designated? uh, Do you do any planning ahead of time where you call the airport and say, are there people available to help you? Yes. Um, What we do is we make sure when we book our flight, we book our flights. Mostly I use websites to do it. I I do it on my own, but there is a place on there where you can put comments or there's check boxes on some of the airline websites that say um, traveling with mobility aid. And then underneath it, it's got subcategories. And so it'll say blind with service animal. And so I check that. I see. So that would be very descriptive. Yes. Does Valley get her own seat? No, <laughs> no, oh, especially at holidays, you know, you're already like in your neighbor's lap when you're on the plane and then she has, she sits on the floor in front of me, but thankfully most of the flights we've been on, the people don't care if she's near their feet. That's good. Yeah. She doesn't take up much room. She's, she's compact. She is. And she stays still once the plane takes off, she'll just knock out. So how do you, how do you find the, find the baggage claim? How do you get from one point to another? I'm sure it's not the easiest thing. Yeah. How do you get your bag? All that stuff. We get assistance from the gate agent and the flight attendants will, on most flights that we're on, the flight attendants will come through like when they make the announcement to turn off your electronic devices because you're making your approach. They'll come up and say, do you need assistance when you land? And we say yes. And then they say, okay, where do you need to go? And then we tell them the baggage claim. And then we have ordered a thing called a luggage locator and it uses i believe it's rfid technology and so you have a receiver like a car like a key fob to do your car alarm and so that stays with you and then you stick a label on your suitcase and when you press the button in baggage claim it'll beep when that's cool yeah awesome that's really cool it is It's been a good discussion about travel, Danielle. Yeah, it has. Thanksgiving's here. I think it's time for us to take a short break. I'm Harley Thomas with Blind Living Radio with... Danielle Crapo. We'll be right back. We'll be right back after a word from Industries for the Blind, Milwaukee, the official sponsor of Blind Living Radio. Are you blind or visually impaired? Are you seeking a job? Well, Industries for the Blind is dedicated to hiring people just like you. Just go to IBMILW.com slash careers and find out how you can become part of our wonderful team of blind and visually impaired professionals. That's IBMILW.com slash careers. Welcome back to Blind Living Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Harley Thomas, joined with Danielle Crapo and Kelsey Baldevin. Before the break, we were talking about travel tips for the blind. And I think we'll continue the discussion, right, Danielle? Yes, sir. And I think what we really want to talk about is travel is precarious enough over the holiday season. Yes. So it's vital and crucial to make a plan, not just for blind people, but for everybody. Make a plan. And then you know what you do after you make your plan, Harley? You make a backup plan. <laughs> a backup plan? Yeah. We had someone say, stick to it. I say, change it. Yes, I'm on vacation. Like plan oh, H. Like At that point, it's not even plan B, but just... No, triple it's check. plan triple J. Pretty much. Because things are going to change. Yeah, I mean, you have to be ready for things to change. So, you know, you have to start planning from the beginning. Like I said, you know, call ahead and let the airline know. Or if you're booking online, make sure you do the check boxes. Or, you know, if there's a comment field, put in there like, hey, I need help. I have a dog. So what are your top three travel tips for people who are listening? What would you say are the, the best ways to stay organized and stress-free traveling over the holidays? First of all, plan. 
like pan, plan and backup plan. So that's like one and then one point A. <laughs> and then number two, give yourself plenty of time to do everything. And I don't just mean the day of travel, but I start packing our stuff a week before we start before we leave because the day of travel you don't want to be like where's my hairbrush you know totally that's a song you that's don't want to forget really anything true. Yeah. yeah you make a list of things you want to pack yes i make a list and it's then part of planning right right and then number three is i guess it's unique to people that have service dogs but make sure that your dog is calm and ready to work and for us i know we do uh, obedience training before we leave the house just to get her head in the game what does that look like what do you do for obedience training um there's basic commands like sit come stay sit come rest and then down and you just kind of give her those commands and praise her up when she does them right and make sure her head's in the game if you know if you notice that she's not wanting to lay down then you work on that a little bit extra with her and it just gets her mind ready to work oh wake up pretty much like jumping jacks like jumping jacks or uh doing a sun salutation there you go. Wow. I like it. Ooh. Busting out throwing, the big guns. Busting out some yoga. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and you know, like, just on that topic of the best way to travel with a guide dog starting out at home is making sure that, see, sometimes if it's going to be a long haul where you might not be able to get them outside to relieve, then you might want to cut their water, cut their food the day before the day of. Yeah. Thankfully, our flight to Houston is only about three hours, so they, the guy, our guide dogs will be okay. But they have an eight-hour bladder, don't they? Yeah, sometimes. More or less, give or take. Yeah, especially if you, because they're on a food and drinking schedule. Right. And so I kind of know when she's going to need to go. But then also pack biscuits for them, make them comfortable, and just make sure that, you know, your mouth is going to be one of your best tools because when you're sitting next to someone on the plane, it's important to explain to them why your dog needs to sit with you because some people just don't know. So, Danielle, in getting around and all the new technology, we talk a lot of technology. We do because it's so important. This is blind living radio technology. I think what we need to do is talk about some of the apps that are out there for traveling that, that you use as a blind person. I know what I use, and I use airline apps, or I might use a hotel app, or I might use one of the aggregator apps. What are some applications that you use on your phone to get around and te- different technology you use? You mentioned the bag finder. Yeah, I believe that one is called TrackDot. Uh, I don't know how accessible it is because, like I said, we just ordered it, so I don't know the ins and outs of that one. But we use Expedia. We use Priceline for just book- getting the booking process started. Then we use apps like Uber or Lyft. When we get to our destination, we want to get you know go to our final stop, whether it be a hotel or somebody's house. Or me, the the bus line, or Super Shuttle. Yeah. They all have apps out there that, that help you. Yes. Get, once you get to the airport, how do you get to your hotel? Well, we do GPS, too, and we also do, you know, again, Yellow Pages is a really handy app when you're traveling. So. See, just, Yellow Pages still has a place in everyone's world. It, it does. Knew? Right. I didn't know that. Yeah, technology is just as vital. So charge your phones, too. I guess that would be my Ooh, that's fourth a good tip. One. That's a big oh. one for everybody. Yes, charge your devices and carry a juice pack if you need extra battery. Use the uh, chargers that are at the airport. Yes, yes. And I think almost every airport and the mall has charging stations now. They're everywhere. So what about you always have Vala's identification with you, right? Just yes. to make sure that everything's good to go. No questions asked with her. Right. And sometimes, in particular, and and I'm just speaking for me, but with TSA, I've had issues where TSA wants to take her harness off of her or they want to 
x-ray the harness and have me walk away with her. And so, again, you have to speak up and advocate for yourself and just say, no, my dog's not going to get her harness taken off because she needs to work immediately after I'm through the x-ray machine. So it's probably important to plan to have a little extra time for those types of things if they did happen. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Well, Danielle, I think those are some good travel tips. Yeah, I agree. For sighted and blind individuals. Yes. As we come out of this. And the holidays here. I hope we all have a great Thanksgiving. I hope you both have a nice Thanksgiving. Yes, you too. You too. This has been Blind Living Radio. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, Thank you to Kelsey Baldivin and Harley Thomas. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to and supporting Blind Living Radio. You can support Industries for the Blind by ordering any of our products from blind-made.com. That's blind-made.com.